Target Circle, the program you know and love, now includes automatic deals. The all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target. Now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be automatically applied at checkout. Plus, the unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360, is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in store or at Target.com slash circle card. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It's nine oh two one OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Okay, so we have him here today. It's Brandon's bookie. It's the infamous. Billy Vera. Oh my gosh. American yeah. singer extraordinaire. Oh my God. You're here. Hi. Hi. Yeah. 
Billy, we're so excited. Hold on. I just want to give you this. You remember this moment? I remember it all too well. Um, I'm what telling you when I, you I can't, I, heard that I get song in family ties. That was like this moment. Uh-huh. At this mo- that was, everybody remembers that song Make that up. made that scene on family ties. Like, oh, oh yeah. And nobody's happier than I am. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> that song has lived on with uh, a lot of cover versions. Yesterday was Tom Jones' birthday. And uh, so I, on my Facebook, I always put whoever's birthday it is in music, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'll put a, you know, a song of theirs or whatever. So on, when it's Tom Jones's birthday, I get to put his version of At This Moment. Oh, that's awesome. Or Michael Bublé, cool. you know, whoever did it most, you know, on their birthday. That must be so, feel like such an honor to have people cover your iconic song. It's, it's, it's great. You know, I've been a professional songwriter since I was about 19 years old. And uh, I used to be a staff songwriter at publishing companies. You know, they lock oh. you in a little room and Ooh. a little half a piano and, <laughs> and your boss comes in and tells you, hey, uh, Tony Bennett's recording next week. Can you come up with something for him? You know, or whoever. No pressure. You, know. <laughs> no, you just knock them and you knock them out and you, you hope that they record it and you hope it sells. You know, I got the, my best one or was uh, my one of my favorites was uh, Dolly Parton. What would you write for Dolly? A uh, song called I, I Really Got the Feeling. And wow. it was uh, went to number one on the country charts. Wow. Oh. So I was happy about that. Boy, she's the nicest person you ever want to meet in case you mm. never have. I would love to meet Dolly. I've mm. never met Dolly. Me either. Everybody loves Dolly. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves the Dolly. Everybody loves this song too. Everybody loves you. You've been. Like you said, doing this since you were knee high to a grasshopper. Or lower. (laughs) Well, you know, my parents were in show business. Mm -hmm. You know, my dad was an announcer on NBC for about 30 years. And my mom was uh, a singer on the Perry Como show. One of the backgrounds said, no, letters, we get letters. You know, one of those girls. Yeah. How did your parents influence your career then, do you think? I think just uh, professional, you know, making me more professional. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's really, if if you're not, if you don't come from a showbiz family, who's to teach you? Right. You know, who's yeah. to show you know little little silly things? <laughs> of course, when I first started, uh, first had a hit record, I, I got booked at the Apollo Theater, you know, in New York, and it was the and the Apollo was the pinnacle of black show business, mm-hmm. you know, and I was the token white guy. <laughs> But a lot of the old timers, they would take it as their obligation to to show you the ropes. You know, hey, kid, this is how you make an entrance. This is how you make an exit. You know, don't say this, do that. And and that's how you learn. I don't know. I don't know how kids learn nowadays. Yeah, it's different now. It's not people aren't so supportive of one another. They're kind of like you, you, no. you're on your own out there. <laughs> Yeah, and they make a record, and the next thing you know, uh, oh, now you got to go on stage. You know, you got to do an act. Whereas, you know, in, in my day, you you did a lot of time, you know, at crummy clubs, performing. You know, getting dressed, yeah, getting dressed in the bathroom, changing your clothes. On, you know, so since your was, career was mostly music in the beginning, what made you yeah. want to start acting? That was not something I really wanted to do. <laughs> uh, 
I, I, we were playing at the Troubadour every Monday night, you know, the first year I was out here. And the fellow that was my songwriting mentor was named Chip Taylor. Uh, he wrote Wild Thing, Angel. Mm -hmm. And he, he had a brother who was an actor named John Voigt. So one night John comes in with his acting coach, David Proval, who you might remember from The Sopranos and Mean Streets. And, and he comes, they come backstage and John said, you know, Billy, uh, I've never seen a singer do what you do up there. He said, you know, most of these guys come out there and say, hey, uh, hello, L.A., I'm going to make you feel happy. I'm going to make you cry. I'm going to make mm -hmm. you. And you, you don't do that, he said. He said, you, you just get out there and lay it out there and let them feel what nature tells them to feel. He said, you know, he said, you should be an actor. I said, oh, John, I don't want to be an actor, man, you know. <laughs> That's for you guys, you know, because John's one of the great actors of our time. In case you ever, you've seen him recently in the Ray Donovan, he, he, you know, he kills him in Ray He's Donovan. He's so good. He's always been so yeah. amazing. Anyway, so he talked me into going to this class, uh, David Proval's class. And I, I just, against my will, and there were two guys up on stage that night, uh, Chris Mulkey and a guy named Rocky Echeverria, who became Stephen Bauer. And I said, oh, these guys are doing something that's real, you know, and maybe, maybe I'll see if I can learn how to do this. And, you know, it took me a while to make the transition. But after a while, people started saying, hey, you want to be on this show? Hey, you want to be in this movie? Hey, you want to be in this play? And, and I started doing it. That's you know? so cool. You, you, were a, you were a natural and he knew it. I guess. <laughs> you know, I think it, it, it coincided with uh, something I had been working on when I still lived in New York. Um, it was a concept I had, and I didn't know other people did this. So I'm just saying, you know, I know how, I've been doing this for a while. I know how to make people laugh and make them cry. And, but there's gotta be more, you know? What, what, if, what if I'm doing a funny song on stage tonight, but my best friend died this afternoon? You know, do I have a, what's my obligation? To be funny? Yeah. But is, do I also have an obligation maybe to include somehow my friend's death or that guy that cut me off on the way to the club tonight? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and how can I combine all those things and, and, and make it bigger than just getting out there and singing a song? You know, and uh, so I was working on that. And then as lo and behold, that's kind of what David's class was teaching, you know, how to how to do that. How to bring all of the of your life experiences into yeah. the portrayal of whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. You know, like it's like having a palette, a painter, and you got all those colors and there they are. You can use them. Choose which ones you're going to use. And that becomes so relatable. Mm -hmm. You become real to the fans as well. Yeah, they, they feel the connection on a deeper level, I think, when you perform yeah. from that place. Well, you know, that's one of the things the old timers up at the Apollo Theater told me. They said, you know, don't be afraid to talk to them on stage. You know, if, they, if, if you talk to them, they'll get to know you. And if they get to know you, they'll like you. Mm -hmm. If they like you, they'll come and see you next time. <laughs> Buy your that's record. so true. Yeah. That's how it works, I guess. Yep. <clears throat> Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. 
I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. 
Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Well, I'm going to go back to your TV appearances, and you've done so many amazing things. But of course, I have to ask, because I'm a huge soap opera fan, you were on Days of Our Lives. Wait, did you play yourself on Days of Our Lives, or did you play a character? On Dave's, uh, no, we went on there as the band. As the band, okay. Yeah, we, we did a couple of songs on Days, and uh, one on my, by myself with the band, and another one, we did a duet of an old hit I had uh, some years before called Storybook Children, that I, I sang it with Gloria Loring. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool to me. <laughs> How about, take us back, though, how did you get the role of Duke on Beverly Hills 90210? I don't know. I guess I guess uh, I just auditioned, maybe, or maybe just somebody figured, uh, you know, um, I, he, he plays Thug of the Week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were a little bit more than Thug of the Week. I feel like you did not audition. I feel no. like they wanted you yeah. in that role. You know, as it turns out, uh, Chuck Rosen mm-hmm. was my neighbor. Well, there you go. Yeah, and I, I don't think that had anything to do with it. I, I knew Chuck uh, peripherally, you know, because I had done some things for a friend, that, one of his best friends, a guy named Bobby Roth, mm-hmm. uh, another director. Uh, I, and also sometimes the band had appeared in a lot of Bobby's, we were kind of like his stock company, you know. Oh my gosh, Jen, do you think the character Duke was named after E. Duke Vincent? <laughs> my I dad do. I so my do. dad had a right I'm sorry. So my dad had a producing partner and it was his name was Duke. Like I called him Uncle Duke. All of a sudden the book he was Duke. That at the time we were really? doing the show, somebody said it was kind of a you know, an inside joke. Got it. And I always like inside jokes. Well, was it fun to play a character like that? Like this kind of Bad guy. Oh, yeah. I like to play bad guys, you know. Uh, and then poor Jason, uh, I had to scare him, you know. So, you had to rough him up a little? I didn't hit him or anything, you know. I did, I did, I did a similar thing. Uh, there was a movie called The Doors. Mm-hmm. And I played a, a, a promoter at, at the concert where Jim Morrison uh, exposes himself. And the kid that played his uh, manager you know, the Doors manager. I think he was Ali McGraw's son or something like that. Anyway, so Oliver Stone said, look, don't be don't be afraid to just beat him up. So I, I made him cry, a poor kid. You know? Really? <laughs> yeah. And 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 Oliver Stone never never you know, he kept he wouldn't say cut. 
you know, he just kept going. He was very sadistic with this poor kid because I kept yelling at him and calling him all kinds of vile names. And, you know, that was that was the, my part. That was my job, you know. Oh, my gosh. That makes me really happy because um, my parents were friends with his parents and they were trying to set us up and he didn't want to go out with me. So his name's Josh. So thanks for thanks for. Oh, being good. Then I, then I, I did it for you. <laughs> Well, you know, you did a great a job as an actor, but you would have to say that music was always your passion, probably, right? Yeah, it's my main thing, mm-hmm. you know, singing songs and getting up there on a stage and relating to the people. Yeah, I mean, acting really was a sideline for the most part. Yeah, although there was a period there where the music wasn't going so well. So I was actually making more of a living acting than than singing well that's a great fallback then (laughs) right yeah well you know i figured out at one point that the age of specialization was over Hmm. you know and 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 that you that i had to do as many things that i'm you know you're you're good at a number of things hopefully so if you do them all you know maybe this year this one will do well and next year that one will do well and this one not so well and, and so combining them all, you can make a decent living. I like that. Diversify people. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's a good a, message. A modern rule of show business. I need, we need to diversify tour. We got to work on that. Like start singing okay. or dancing or I don't know what we could do. Something fall back on. They didn't teach you kids how to dance in those days? Sorry. No, they didn't. There was no training of any kind. In Not like days. the studio system. Nope. They just threw you out there. Back in the 30s and the 40s, they had to do it. You had to do fencing and <sighs> dancing and, yeah. And, and they taught you people. actual skills. Whoa. Like, remember in the old, remember old, in the old, old days? days? <laughs> like, look, look at yeah, all of us. Yeah. Let me take yeah. that again. Just Back like, in our day. Uh, remember when you had an actual printed resume, but at the bottom you would always have, it would be like special, special talents or special interests. Skills. And people uh-huh. would have like, Special skills. And people would have like fencing and like gymnastics. Yeah. Did you have like dancing on there, Jen? And like, yeah. What were your special skills, Billy, besides fencing and singing? One time I I had a, I had a, I did this movie called Buckaroo Banzai. And I had a, uh, I had to ride a horse. And I, and I hadn't ridden a horse since I was riding ponies as a little boy. Oh, no. So I knew this actress that, that she was a good rider, you know, and she, she took me out and gave me some stuff. And not only did I have to ride the horse, I had a stand on him. What? <laughs> yeah. Not a stunt double, you? No, not me, man. I, you know, okay. I wasn't important enough to have a stunt double. You know? <gasps> so My you had to gosh. do it. Was the horse moving? Uh, no, no. You know what? I got there and the Scary. wrangler, I said, man, I, you know, I'm, a little scared. I got to ride this horse. I only had a few lessons. He said, don't worry about it. He said, these are movie star horses. They won't let you fall. They can, they're trained to sense when you're about to, you know, do this. Oh, interesting. And, and, and they move, uh, they know how to move so that you won't fall. You, wow. He said, you can't fall. So I didn't. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my goodness. We would be remiss if we did not talk about your song at this moment. And it's how it became such an iconic symbol after it was featured on Family Ties. I don't think that we really talked about that enough because it really had a huge impact on 
the world and your career? Like what, you know, what happened? How did that go down? Well, um, I had written the song back when I still lived in New York. Uh, at, at li- living at my mother's house like a loser musician at a <laughs> age. And uh, when Dolly cut my song, I, I got an offer to move out here uh, and write songs for Warner Brothers. And uh, I had already written at this moment. It, it had come about, I had just, I, was, I guess I was 33 at the time, and I had this little 20-year-old college girlfriend. And nice. she was telling me about her previous boyfriend and how crushed he was when he, when she left him and how destroyed he was and just all this. And I, I kind of started writing it from what I perceived as his point of view. Oh, wow. You know, and uh, well, you know, it's like acting, you know, sometimes you, you got to write a song for a girl singer. So you gotta, you gotta be a girl for the 20 minutes it takes you to write this song, you know? So anyway, uh, I got about two thirds of the way through the song and I couldn't figure out how to end it. And then when she dumped me a year later, I, I, I knew how it ended that last verse. Oh, you know? that's such so a good story. I, I came out here and that was my publisher heard it. This guy had been in music business forever. And uh, he had me play a couple of songs for his staff. And that was one of them. And I really didn't think it was a commercial song, you know. It, it, it didn't have a, a, a great title, you know, a memorable title. I turned, anyway, I turned around and there he is. He's got tears coming down his face. This is this hard, hardened businessman. I said, wow, maybe this song really has something. So anyway, we started doing it in the clubs and uh, we got a record deal. And that was one of the songs we recorded. Well, the record company went out of business and then I was five years between record deals. Hmm. And um, then the golden phone call comes. The guy says, uh, my name is Michael Whitehorn. Uh, I produce and write for a show called Family Ties. And uh, we heard you do a song at the club the other night. We came to see you. And uh, we think it might be good for an episode we have coming up. And I said, what's the name of it? He said, I don't know <laughs> what a good title it was. So uh, I, I knew that's what the song was when he couldn't think of the title. He said, that's it, that's it. Well, I said, we'll call my publisher, call Warner Brothers and license the song for the show. So they did, and I get a bag full of mail. You know, I had had songs on TV shows before. It's usually you make a few bucks and that's nice. That's the end of it. But mail. So I said, well, you know, maybe this song has something. Maybe somebody will let me re-record it. And uh, everybody I called said no. (laughs) And one day I was having lunch with a friend of mine who owned Rhino Records. And that's a company that puts out oldies but goodies. And we have these mock arguments, you know, whose version of Mustang Sally is the best. You know, we had these lunches. And I told him about family ties. I said, I said, how many records do you need to sell to break even at your company? He said, oh, we have a small staff here. Not many, a couple thousand. I said, I'll guarantee you 2,000 if you put it out, put it out. He said, sure. And he only did it because he likes me. He'll tell you to this day, he just figured he'd do me a favor and nothing would come of it. And as, as 
Lady Luck would have it, they used it the following season when the girl breaks up with Michael J. Fox. Then the story of the song and the story of the episode, Boy Loses Girl, were the same. And the public responded. NBC said they had more phone calls than any time in the history of the network for a song. And people started calling radio stations. They started calling record stores. There was no promotion because Rana didn't know how to promote. Hmm. And it was an organic, uh, you know, grassroots kind of record that just, boom, took off. Next thing you know, it's the number one record. I'm 42 years old. <laughs> I got the number one record. Wow. Yeah. I went on Dick Clark, you know. One of my dreams was to be on American Bandstand. Did Johnny Carson nine times, you know. So uh, it was cool. It, it turned out to change my life. For the better. Oh, great story. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV DJs, Downtown Julie Brown, Matt Pinfield, and Lisa Loeb. Taking place January 31st through February 5th, 2025 on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, which will be completely transformed to take you back in time for a nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to amazing stops in Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico. Head to the 90scruise.com to book your cabin. Oh, we all love a good trip to Target. And now it just got better. Target Circle, the program you know and love, now comes with automatic deals. It's the free and easy way to get the most deals. Because now, when you shop in-store or online, Target Circle deals will be applied automatically at checkout. 
Plus, with unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at target.com slash circle card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. I was twelve years old, and literally, I still to this day, I'm forty nine, can remember that scene and that song. Like it's, yeah. and it was. I mean, I loved Alex and Ellen, like, but it was that song that made made it it made everything and it was probably my first like thing into like loving romance and watching that in movies and tv and um you know heartbreak mm-hmm. and it's wanting just, it to work out yeah. it's like a song concealed the deal on that you were 12 years old then yeah a little baby <laughs> well, just, you know, that's the funny thing about that song i mean I, mm-hmm. I vividly remember i mean there were kids that made it their junior high school record hop song. There were 65-year-old couples. It was their song. It, it crossed every demographic mm-hmm. group. It was big on the pop chart. Oh, yeah. Like when that played at high school dances, oh, my gosh. You just looked around and you were praying like a boy would ask yeah. you to slow dance to that. It was, it was just a, one of those rare universal kind of songs that that fit every format, I know. Yeah, it just goes to show you the power of music, especially when they use it, mix it with the medium of storytelling through film and television, like they're, they're partners, like when they work together like that so beautifully to create something so memorable, that's, that's like lightning in a bottle. Mm -hmm. I mean, people to this day, you know, come up to me and say, Oh, I remember where I was when Michael J. Fox was crying over the girl, you know, all that stuff. Wow. Well, he, he never lost her in real life because they went on to get married and have kids. They're still together. Married. I know. Like, 
real life. Yeah. You think in Hollywood things don't work out? They have this great relationship. So. He was on a he was on a talk show, you know, and and he said uh, he said, you know, I'm getting to tell you the truth. I'm getting a little sick of the song. He said he said every time we walk into a, a place, and oh. the band starts playing it in real life. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if they played it at their wedding. Mm. Boy, you know, it's it's really so. not a song for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. I've had people say, will you sing at this moment in my wedding? I said, are you crazy? Are you sure you want me to do that? I don't want to jinx it, man. You know, I don't want to jinx marriage. Can I ask you one last question about 90210? So you were in in four episodes as Duke, but Duke later comes back in the show. But it wasn't you. It was a different actor. Yeah, I I don't remember why that happened or how that happened. You You were probably busy and on tour and stuff. So we had to get someone else. I must have had another gig that week or something. I guess I, I don't know. I would have done it in a minute, you know. Just wanted to just was curious. That was my role. I I know. Right? No one could replace that? you. He wasn't as good as no. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're still busy to this day. What are you tell us what you're up to? I'm gonna do something really fun at the end of the month. I'm gonna go back and play at my high school. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah, in White Plains, New York. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a show there. And uh, it, it's a it's a really nice theater at, at, at the school. Uh, in fact, Alan Alda was a was the was a alumni. John Voigt was an alumni. So uh, yeah. And the last time I was on that stage, I was I was, I was in tenth grade. We we <laughs> we uh, I wanted to be in the talent show, you know. And uh, you know I. How good could you be at 16 years old? So I, I, I knew a little bit of guitar. I, I put my best friend and I taught him how to play two songs on guitar. He was tone deaf. He, <laughs> he couldn't even tune the guitar himself, poor kid. But he had an amp. I couldn't <laughs> afford an amp. And then uh, I taught this other kid how to play two, the same two songs on drums. And we went up there and we had friends up in the spotlight booth. So we bought these cheap white jackets. We said, put purple and pink you know, lights on us. And uh, we got 296 out of 298 votes. Wow. And it was, it was really shameful because the kid that should have won, his name was Germano Romano. I'll never forget. (laughs) Germano Romano. That's his real name. Whoa. It it was a classical pianist. His hands were insured for a hundred thousand dollars and he should have won. You know, I mean, we sucked. (laughs) But you looked good. Well, we played rock and roll. I think that was the key. You know, <laughs> can't lose with rock and roll. No, you so certainly when you, can't. So when you play, is it just going to be you or it'll be your entire group, which obviously I'm everyone knows is that. Billy Vera and the Beaters. I wish it was. Uh, <gasps> They're not coming with you. It's going to be a house band. There's, it's, a, okay. it's, a, it's a multi-artist show. So, uh, yeah, it's like bringing Billy back, you know, back home. And all the homies will be there. Oh, There's your one- homies. Oh, my homies. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> oh, you are the well, best. If you, if you need some backups. We'll dance for you in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I try to go back lip sync and just like, you know, uh, to do a gig in New York, you know, usually in the city. But uh, this is the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So it'll, it'll be good. This one kid must have done well because he bought three rows in the theater. So I guess oh. he could afford it. So yeah. exciting! I might anybody that's listening that get that gets to go to the show. You are very lucky. Yeah. We'd like to think, so. and we <laughs> play out here uh, 
at, at a place called Vitello's. You know Vitello's? Oh, yeah. Island? Yes. We just played there a couple weeks ago uh, so, to celebrate my birthday. <sighs> so. Oh my, oh my gosh, we could see him. We could go see him at Vitello's. I know. Next time you're there, yeah. let's go. You come okay. Who, next time. Is the guy, who's the same, does the same guy own that place still? Uh, uh, Brad, Brad is his name. Nope. He, he's, he's, he's owned it. Not the old geezer that used to own it. Right. That Because that Vitello's <laughs> had some history, some stuff go down. Oh, honey, let me tell you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, That's some stories. The, yeah. I always, I always call it the Robert Blake Memorial Room. I still get nervous to go there. Yeah, <laughs> Vincent. Wait, do, do you know the next time you're going to be at Vitello's? I don't know. You have a date? Uh, okay. You, you can always go on billyvera.com or, uh, you know, I, I can give you my number or you know, whatever you want. Billy Vera's going to give us his number? What? what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'm on Facebook, all that stuff, you know. I'm, it's I'm, okay, Billy. We'll just slide into your DMs. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh my gosh, that's very exciting. Okay, well, when you see us there, remember us. It's Jenny and Tori. Uh -huh. We'll be like, we we'll know be the fans. You. Mm -hmm. I'll be, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll announce you, man. Every once in a while, we get some famous people in there, you know, to come to see us. My boy Joe Pesci always comes when he's in town. I love Joe Pesci. He's a great singer, you know. If he is? Oh, great. Not good, he's great. Really? Yeah, I love him. Yeah, he sings wow. his, he's been singing since he was 10 years old. Well, don't ask We're us to sing. Don't, just trust me on that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe Tori, oh actually, but mm. I can't help her. <laughs> um, we're finding out so much info mm -hmm. that I feel like this is like cool. What, what is this? Overload with Jenny and Tori. <laughs> so much fun. talk. This has been the greatest interview. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us and catch up and fill us in. I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. It's, it's bring, you're bringing back some good memories of being oh. on 90210, man. Good. I mean, this confirms that you are the real deal. Like, you're not just an unbelievable, iconic performer. You are charming as hell. Mm -hmm. Like, OMG. Like, I want to hang uh, out. I want to hear yeah, more. I want to hear more stories. You are so charming yeah, and adorable. Come on. Come on over. We'll play old old blues records in my house. You know? <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Thank okay. you so much, Billy. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me, girls. I'm oh, really happy. Good luck at your okay. show. Thanks. Thanks. Break so a leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not yeah. really, because you got to come back then and we got to see you at Vitello. So. Anytime. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for you. All right. Love you, Billy Bear. Oh, my gosh. Take care. Mwah. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Billy he Vera is so is amazing. A heartthrob. I know. He's so charming. So charming and sexy and like. Did you notice how his like swag started to come out a little more and more and more as he got more comfortable? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, we have to actually go. We have to. We have to oh go my do gosh. that. We we should definitely do that. I'm scared of Vitell's, but we'll go. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. It's so convenient though. It's right there. <laughs> okay, we're doing it. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the '90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the '90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.